Abschluss. It's great to have Michael preaching to us. Looking forward to all that he has. Uh, and let's just pray. We thank you, Lord, for this time together this morning. We thank you, Lord, uh, for your your spirit, your work amongst us, and that you do comfort us. But Lord, uh, we want to thank you also that you always challenge us too. Uh, Lord, may your word this morning through Michael challenge us, but also comfort us uh, in this season of Advent, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much, Paul. Twas the Plight Before Christmas. This is a poem by Brian McKenney um, with a few adaptations. Twas the week before Christmas and mum was online, buying last-minute presents and losing her mind. The aspirin was ordered enough for a year with the knowledge the in-laws soon would be here. The children were scattered all over the house with dad watching adverts, ignoring his spouse. Meanwhile, on the phone, mum was trying and hard to increase the limit of their third credit card. And out at the mall on this bright winter's day, the shoppers were shopping all on their way, spending hundreds on gadgets, an iPhone that talks, then dropping 10 pence in the charity box. Back home from the TV, there rose such a clatter from ads and TVs trying so hard to matter. Reality TV and family shows while B-rated celebrities sink to new lows. (laughs) While mum and dad dressed for their office party, they practised fake smiles and laughs that seemed hearty. They questioned the kids, are you okay alone? But nobody looked up from the screens of their phones. The next day was Sunday. But church, don't be mean. Family is coming. We need time to clean. Now laundry, now vacuum. Make sure nothing's missing. On Purcell, on Sif, in bathrooms and kitchen. The turkey was glittered. The lights on the sprout. We queued to buy joy and we sang the piece out. Dad lit the mince pies and then mulled mulled a candle. I gift-wrapped the children. Too busy. What muddle. We brought lots more snacks, more things and more stuff. I just kept on buying, but do I have enough? Oh, Advent, so special. I just want to stop. This is a quote from a book called Words of Silence by Gregory Frueth. In the church calendar... Advent is a time of quiet attendance and waiting. What would it look like for Christ to be born in our lives? Advent is a time to quiet the clamoring anxieties and desires in us, to be silent and to wait as a cup or bowl to be filled with the gift of God's own life. Just recently, uh, I was 
I've, I've helped out with um, a thing called prayer space a few times. Prayer space is what happens in schools um, where there's a room, a prayer stations, or a, a room of prayer stations set up uh, within a classroom, and, and so the school will come along class by class, and children will take part in different ways of praying and creative prayer. And um, when my children were at Chelsea School, I really loved taking part in it and, and being able to assist then my children and their classmates and others in the school coming along to this prayer space. Um, and one of the things which the children seemed to really appreciate was the fact that this prayer space provided them with space. And then you read some of the prayers which they had written on post-it notes or the drawings that they had done. Um, and you realise, actually, for some of them, that space was really, really precious. Um, and for me, too, it's actually really, really precious. Because I was there, I was leading uh, some activities. But for me, it was the space that was really important as well. And so when it was happening at Chelsea just recently, once again, they were looking for volunteers. Um, everyone's so busy and just desperately trying to find volunteers. Um, and, and I remembered back to the previous times that I'd helped out. And so I was like, yes, I will help out. Um, I'm happy to take some time off work. In reality, I, I can probably only afford a couple of sessions, a sort of morning and an afternoon. And I knew what was going to happen when I started doing it. And indeed it did. I got there and I was like, you know what? I think I probably could squeeze in another session or two. So I ended up helping out quite a lot. And, and mainly, mainly because I really appreciated the space. And in this busy time of Advent, um, I wanted to give you and give myself a gift this morning. And I wanted to actually give a gift of space. And I wanted to, for us to have something uh, very similar to those prayer spaces which I've run at schools. And, um, oh, and in fact, I will say a word of testimony that um, it was wonderful because I've been helping out uh, I was doing Cubs just recently and I was chatting to one of the children there and they were saying oh, I remember you from Press Space you, you helped out didn't you and I said yeah yeah I did um, and she was like oh it was so good and as far as I know this, this girl's got no particular church connections and her family haven't she said yeah you had a bubble tube in one corner and I've got a little lava lamp in my room so I've made that little corner of my room my own little prayer space. And you did uh, sorry prayers with pens with disappearing ink. And I've got a pen like that at home. So I've started writing sorries on pieces of paper and making that um, and doing that as, I, I'm not sure she used the word prayer, but that's what she was talking about. And I said, wow, you know, I really, really enjoyed it too. I thought it was wonderful. And shall I let you into a secret? I told this girl. We're going to be doing that on Sunday morning. We're going to be having our own little prayer space um, on Sunday morning. She's like, oh, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> so um, I know some people, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully many of you will appreciate this. I know for some people this may not be quite your thing. Um, so there's going to be three activities which we're going to do in a moment. Um, and they're, all of them are very, very personal 
And actually, I didn't want this to be a time where there's lots of chatting and things like that and, and sharing and praying. Good those, though those things can be. But actually, this is a time um, for you to have space and you to have your opportunity for waiting on God with these three different things. Um, but before we do that, it's been great having this theme. And Paul, I didn't know what Paul was going to be speaking about and, or Lizzie was going to be leading, um, and they didn't know what I was thinking about as well. Um, but that whole sense of, which has come together this morning, of Advent being that time of preparation um, and anticipation. Uh, somebody, I think it was Lizzie, was saying, or maybe it was Kevin, was saying this morning about that anticipation for the promise to come. We know what we're waiting for, so we can dwell on that. But let's start with some of the Bible. So I wanted to read this bit from the beginning of Luke 3. And um, in, in some of the traditional churches, Church of England, things like that, one of the key characters uh, during the time of Advent is John the Baptist, which is a bit surprising because although his birth is tied up with, um, well, the story of his birth is tied up with the story of Jesus' birth. Actually, the bits that the traditional f- the churches often focus on are the bits of Jesus, uh, John the Baptist's ministry as he was announcing Jesus. And this is the bit that we're going to read. So, Luke 3, I think this is verse 1. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar... When Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Iteria and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Ananias and Sapphias. It's interesting, isn't it? Because that's a lot of busy, very, very important people. And I'm sure they were all doing very, very important things. Um, And yet... Lysanias, nobody knows anything about. And a whole load of others, very busy at the time. I'm sure they were doing all very important things, like we all are in this time leading up to Christmas. And yet, how quickly might it be forgotten? Anyway, amongst all that busyness of important people doing, I'm sure, very, very important things, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. John went into all the country around Jordan preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it's written in the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low, the crooked paths shall become straight, the rough waves rough ways smooth and all God's people sorry all people will see God's salvation so it seems really key that um, there's a bit of a a path in a wilderness Um, it seemed key that the word of God amongst all this busyness came to John in the wilderness and of course the wilderness can mean places of peace Um, places of contemplation. The wilderness can also mean places of hardness and places of really tough times. So I don't know what that means for you. 
And the Israelites had actually gone for several hundred years without hearing God's voice. There's this gap between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, And so the Israelites had gone through this time without having heard God's voice. And then suddenly John comes in saying, prepare the way for the Lord. And actually those words that he uses about uh, making straight paths, the preparation of the way, making straight paths, valleys being filled in, um, hills made low, All of that sort of thing was actually drawing on some of the pictures at the time when I guess a lot of the tracks between towns and villages probably looked a bit like that, a bit of a track in the wilderness. And um, when kings and important people were travelling, there was a major investment, sort of road-building investment, where they made sure that the paths were straight, the potholes were filled in, Presumably the bushes where muggers could be hiding were cut down, all that sort of thing. And there was a great sense of preparation for the king to come in. And then John is saying that for the preparation for Jesus coming. And I think this is a key key passage for us as we're in the time of Advent. And what is it that uh, John preaches particularly? And I think this ties in really well with that time of preparation and anticipation, John preaches a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. That sense when there needs to be us preparing repentance and we receive the forgiveness of sins. And so in just a moment, what I'd like you to do is divide yourself into three groups and um, it's very easy for, if you're here with a husband or wife, to always stick together, but feel free. Um, I would encourage you to go into different groups. And so I just wanted to talk through the different uh, activities that are going to go on. So the three groups will then cycle round. So the first one, at each station, I've got three sets of instructions. So when you get there, um, just somebody, doesn't matter who, somebody just read through the instructions out loud. And then everyone can join in with the reflection. So this first one is just simply sitting here in the presence of this little Advent or Nativity scene and just consider the people there. Um, I've got some verses which uh, I will put in just a moment. I'll put on the floor. Um, and you can see the verses. And use those verses and the scene, the visual scene in front of you to reflect on Christ coming as a baby. How does that inspire you to worship? We'll have some music playing in the background and all of this is for you and you can pray in your hearts. Um, The second one is over here, which is um, thinking about John the Baptist saying about preparing the way for the Lord. Um, And so what I wanted you to do is, I don't know if you're good at art or not, but I wanted you to have a go at doing some art. Um, thinking what that means about God prepare, or you, sorry, you preparing the way for the Lord. And I wanted you to draw a picture as to how prepared you think your way is. Um, so I've drawn a path. It's not a very good picture. Um, it doesn't matter whether you understand what the picture means, even if you can figure out whether it's a path or not. Um, the point is it means something to me. So that's the important thing. Um, and then once you've done that, you can peg that on as a prayer about the preparation that you want to have um, in your heart for God at this time. And then the final one is um, Christmas wreaths. There we go, Christmas wreath making. 
Um, there's my Christmas wreath, or this Christmas wreath, a giant King's Church one. Um, it's looking a little bit uh, sparing, um, and so it would be brilliant to make one. And the emphasis here is actually uh, reflecting on some of the words that Jesus used to announce his ministry. Um, about the Spirit of the Lord has anointed me to pe- preach good news, to bind up the brokenhearted. And for you to reflect on, it may be yourself or it may be other people who have those needs, and to then use the vegetation um, and add that to the wreath as a form of prayer. Pray while you're adding it to the wreath. So by the end of it, um, this Christmas wreath will be a wreath of the prayers of King's Church for ourselves and for others. Um, I will be around if there are any questions. Does that sound all right? You're looking forward to a time of just quiet and peace? So each of those will be about five minutes each. So uh, hopefully you'll be able to get cracking, get on very quickly and have those after the introduction. Well, you'll be able to get efficiently so that you can enjoy that uh, four or five minutes worth of um, peace and preparation and waiting on God. So, um, Dan, can you start playing the music and arrange yourselves into three groups, bring chairs to the different places and enjoy the next 15 minutes. I will announce when the time is for you to move on.
when you're ready, um, feel free to move. Let's move clockwise around the room. So if you're not ready, that's fine. You can stay there for a bit longer.
ready, we can quietly, peacefully move on to the final prayer station.
So I hope this has been a good time for you, a good time for waiting. Um, and you might like to consider with this thought that given Advent's a time for quiet attendance and waiting, we might, wait, we might wish to take up a particular spiritual practice for the season that brings a special calm of quiet. And so I suppose the question to ask you would be, what can you do daily um, to, in Advent to focus on Jesus? Are there things here that you can take? Have you signed up for the um, emails that Paul sends around, which are a moment just to reflect and think? Um, so just as we come to a close, we'll, I'll leave the stuff around and about for a few more minutes. So if you wanted to carry on, okay. Um, if you wanted to carry on um, and spend a bit more time that you c- than you can, um, be aware of those people who may wish to do that. Um, if you've been making the wreaths, um, it's worth noting that there is some ivy and you. Um, which you may have been handling, so you may wish to wash your hands before taking part in or having biscuits. But to close, let's finish with this Advent prayer. And so I'll read it out on behalf of us all, and let's finish with an Amen. And then we can disperse. You can go back to stations if you want. You can go and get coffee. And we can spend time blessing each other as well. Tell you what, no, let's read it together. Shall we do that? Okay, so let's read it all together. So follow my lead um, and let's go with. Heavenly Father, you call us to prepare for the coming of your Son. Forgive our unreadiness to receive him. Lord Jesus, you were proclaimed by John the Baptist. Help us also to prepare your way. Holy Spirit, you speak through the prophets. Make us attentive to hear your word. Amen. Yes, uh, please do feel free to carry on in prayer. Maybe just waiting, not even saying anything, but waiting. As Michael has led us in. And uh, be sensitive to those who are doing that, please. Uh, Tea and coffee will be served fairly shortly. Uh, But if God is saying something to you, or you're just a bit... uh, What's the word? Anxious to move on? Maybe it's right just to stop before moving on to the next phase that is church, tea and coffee. A reminder also that we will not be meeting here next Saturday or Sunday morning, (laughs) but we will be meeting here in the afternoon for our carol service. There are plenty of flyers at the back. Please do 
take them and invite friends, family. And that closes our meeting.